Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. <laughs> You're smoking, Uncle Nephew. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am. I am back from being deep in the heart of Texas. That's right. I was at Texas Frightmare, all up in it. Plus, I played a show in Denton last week. All are things we will talk about and go over on the show, of course. First, welcome to the show. Thank you all for being here. Uh, I am uh, here in the Neon Palace of Sin in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, where I reside. But like I said, just freshly home from Texas, where I used to reside. Uh, Took a shower, got my shit together, and I wanted to sit down and share all of this with you guys uh, and gals and everyone out there who listens. So thank you. Welcome to the show. If I just met you, perhaps at a show or one of the conventions, thank you so much for checking out this show. I appreciate it. Spread the good word to all your friends. I am freshly high and come now I feel like I'm coming in a little wonky or something because but before, you know, a little inside baseball, first of all, I'm high, I'm freshly high. I smoked some stizzy uh, fucking 40s. These are called. I smoked a, the end of one of these that I had. And then I'm smoking this uh, joint of uh, train wreck at the lovely Scarlet uh, was kind enough to pick up for me uh, and while I in while I was on the road coming home. So I've got a little bit. I'm stoned as hell. I just came in uh, driving from from Texas, uh, you know, from my trip, and I, I start recording. And the I get like you know maybe maybe about to this point, like about two minutes or so in, and everything just crashes. Like my everything is just crashing. Like I get the beach ball going on. I'm like, what the hell is happening? So I'm going over to where I saved like the drive that I saved this in and like all this particular podcast. And then it's not the drive is missing. So I'm trying to eject the drive, put it back in, get it to read it. It, I I get it all to read the drive. I bring back the thing. Of course, the audio is uh, gone. I thought maybe it might have saved like, you know, I might have got an auto save of like what I had done already and I could just pick it back up. But luckily I wasn't like super far into it or anything. That would have really sucked. Uh, but uh, yeah, so then I, I, I tried again on that file and it still crashed again. So I, I just reset everything, got a new session going because I was going to be like, yeah, man, I got to I got to do this. I, I'm stoked to do it. Um, and uh, yeah, and I just smoked this weed and I am feeling Fine. So, guys, thank you so much. First of all, before I get into all the stuff, uh, big, huge shouts out to my Patreon supporters. Thank you all so, so much for your support, for joining my Patreon, signing up on it. You guys are amazing. You're keeping me alive out there on the road, uh, of which I'm about to hit another whole just a bunch of traveling here in the next few weeks, and uh, I can tell you all about it. But yeah, so thank you guys so much. Uh, if you if you do or do not know, you could go to my Patreon and see the different tiers that are available and uh, jump on one of those bad boys, and you'll get uh, all your just desserts and rewards, everything that comes along with those tiers. But everybody who subscribes even to the $1 a month beer club gets access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast in which I speak to other artists from around this fine, fine blue marble that we call the world. And uh, we talk about all kinds of different things from different artists of different disciplines. And it's very, very cool. And uh, we have some great conversations on there. So there are uh, 120 some episodes of that available on there for you. And as well as 
tidbits that I drop on the wall that are uh, my Patreon wall, like uh, videos of me performing places, doing readings at different conventions, and I'm going to be able to drop some top secret stuff on there very, very soon. So uh, that'll just be for my Patreon people to get this advanced <clears throat> advanced taste of this type of thing. So uh, please do check it out if you can. I appreciate any and all support, guys. Just go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead or just go to johnwayneisdead.com and hit that Patreon link there that's available. And uh, while you're there, there uh, there is a, a window that pops up that lets you join my mailing list. Now, the reason you should join my mailing list is because tonight, I'm, I'm when I'm releasing this, this episode today, um, this afternoon, it's already kind of like the evening or whatever. It's going up, but tomorrow morning, I'm sending out a uh, a newsletter to all my subscribers that will give them uh, a little bit of advance notice on a release that will also be happening very, very soon, possibly tomorrow. Uh, that would be whatever it is, Wednesday. Uh, what is that? Is it June 1st? May 31st? Is there 31 days says November? Yeah, May 31st. So if you're listening to this when it comes out or, or on that morning, go ahead and uh, you know, jump, jump on the mailing list tonight and uh, get that special message in the morning. But, you know, even if you're listening to this after the fact, jump on that mailing list because I, I drop little uh, nuggets and, and let you people know uh, uh, things that are coming, give you a little advance notice, give you the early uh, take on it and and early access, and all that kind of stuff, and then easy access as well. So all of that is available, my Patreon, my newsletter, to sign up on at johnwayneisdead.com. Thank you all so much for checking it out. Um, so welcome to the show. Like I said, I, I just, I'm, I'm getting my wits back about me. I just literally uh, drove in from uh, Dallas, Texas, where I was at Texas Frightmare, and uh, so I, I wanted to make sure that I, I at least checked in with everybody and we talked about that and and all the stuff that happened last week it was a it was a great 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 time but I would be you know a, a bit remiss if if I I didn't want to skip out on the tarot reading today I feel like you know uh I don't know I don't I don't know I feel like I, I've I've fallen short on that uh, a lot of times lately and it's just uh I've been scattered and I feel I've got a lot going on. I know, but that those are also excuses. I'm making excuses, and I hate I hate that. And uh, I am confronting myself about that, and I'm not going to make those excuses and and get back uh, everything back on track here. And and not you know yes, I can be scattered. Yes, I can be busy, but it's not an excuse to uh, fall off from certain certain things, certain disciplines. So, if you know or do not know, I like to do a tarot reading here on the on the show. Um, I, I designed a tarot deck, a 78 card deck based on the Rider Weight deck called the John Wayne's Dead Tarot Skeleton deck. It's available on my website. It is also available at my table when you see me at the cons. Um, so from that, I have drawn my card of the day, and uh, I didn't have a chance to post it on my Instagram yet uh, because I completely spaced and oh, I was I got uh, thrown off by. Uh, all this, uh, you know, the, the thing crashing and, and everything. Another excuse. Look at me. I'm full of it today, dude. But uh, like I said, I, I, I forgot to post the, the thing on Instagram. But the card is the five of pentacles is what we are going to be looking at today. And, um, you know, I wanted to, especially when I picked this card, I was like, yeah, I, you know, I can kind of relate to, to what's going on here. Or I feel a, a, 
I just feel like it, I, I needed to share this. So, you know, <clears throat> the five of in the five of pentacles. First of all, we know pentacles are our um, it, it represent things in the physical realm uh, as far as uh, wealth and accumulation of wealth in the material items and, and things to that uh, effect. And um, with the five of pentacles, we have. Uh, two people who are walking. Uh, it's kind of a downer. It's kind of a bummer of a card, honestly. It's two two people walking through the snow. One of them's got like Tiny Tim like uh, crutches, and the other one's got a shawl. They're they're very they're they're clearly cold. They're not having a good time, and they're they're head down walking past uh, the stained glass window where the um, the five of the five pentacles are in uh, within the stained glass of the window, but their head and there's light coming from the window, all that, but their head down, just kind of trudging along through this this horrible storm, and they're they're cold and uncomfortable, and just trying to make it. Now, the thing about this card, like that, you know, uh, when it comes up, there can be a couple things. There can be a few things, of course, like with any card, you know, one of the main things that uh, first, you would look at is you know maybe you, you might be coming off something like a loss uh, financially or even relationship wise, uh, maybe your job or project or uh, something like that. Something is, is has rocked your stability and it's really kind of bumming you out in a way that's fucking with your self esteem and your sense of how how you feel about yourself and and your value. Uh, how that is. It's kind of rocking that. But the, if that's the case, then with this card, it also, since it's a minor arcana card, it's it's temporary. So it's not going to be as long-term um, as maybe something else would be. It's This is a patch. You know, it's you're in a rough patch. And it's, it's, it's just important to keep a good mindset when we're going through something like that to know that, you know, it's, you've been through the things like this before, you've probably been through worse before, you know, you know, you, it's going to get better. We can't let ourselves get into that cycle of, of negativity. We don't want to let ourselves fall into that. If this is indeed the case of, of uh, something that you're going through right now. <clears throat> now, one, the thing that I really wanted to hit on uh, about this card when I was describing it you know, the two people are, like I said, walking head down against the wind in the storm, in the snowstorm, just just going. And when this card comes up, this could be, you, you could be in a time when you just feel like you're just kind of by yourself. You're alone, you're isolated, even though you're maybe with a bunch of people. That, that doesn't matter. You just feel like you don't have any maybe support or you, you need some help of some kind. And you just feel alone in that regard, maybe. Now, the thing about that and, and what I like about the, you know, the the visual of this card is that we can get into this mindset where like, man, we need, you know, I, I, I need you need something. You need help. You need guidance. We need something. But there's there's things that are fucking with us like pride, um, you know, just as ego, you know, we don't want to ask for it necessarily. Uh, but we're like, man, we, you know, why am I so alone? People are around me all the time, but no one notices that I need help with X, Y, Z, or no one's picking up on helping me with this, this, this. Now, <clears throat> the thing is, and that's, that's, you know, what I was talking about getting into that negative mindset that 
that wheel just starts turning with this these these thoughts of like oh whoa is me boom 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 and you're dumping more shit onto the wheel and it's just spinning and spinning and spinning and you're you you just get stuck in this kind of mindset with your head down kind of trudging along not realizing that like the people in the card help is right there they're right outside of this window that is actually supposed to be a window to the church um and it's lit up and welcoming and would is is there to help them however they're so in in this downtrodden spirit woe is me type of of mindset that they're just not they don't even realize they don't even notice that they just need to look up and see that window and know like oh you know help is is all really all around me i just need to swallow my pride i need to not be the asshole I need to, you know, step up and ask for help with something, you know, whatever it may be. It can be something major, it can be something small. It can just be, you know, something very simple as like put the toothpaste on this side of the, the whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to trivialize it because, you know, it affect this, this is why, one of the reasons why I wanted to read this card when I picked it today before the show. It's just sometimes, you know, we get just too in our own heads of course <clears throat> and we get in our own way and we we have to realize that help is there you know we have it we do have it there it, it is there we just have to be able to look up sometimes and realize that we just need to ask we just need to go to the door we just need to you know go towards this window that's welcoming us in this help whatever beacon and, and form it it may take now there's a couple other things about this card that that we could talk about but um, like I said, I just I, I felt like that was those are the two main things that I wanted to touch on as far as card of the day th- things go and uh, and then move on. Because, like I said, you know, I just rolled into town. I got a lot to tell you. I just want to touch base uh, and, and, and make sure that we connect uh, on this wonderful, wonderful day uh, after a wonderful convention. So here's what uh, uh, here's what's going down, guys. I, uh, I'm super stoked that, uh, let's see, I finished some voiceover work before I left, before I hit the road last week or week before last or whatever it was. Um, and there's, uh, I, I forgot to announce on the podcast or, or I, I maybe just kind of teased it, but, uh, officially it is out there to get, uh, uh, poor bastards and rich fucks by John Bruni. Uh, or Rich Fucks and Poor Bastards. It's Poor Bastards and Rich Fucks, yes, by John Bruni. Uh, I, I talked about when I was recording it, um, if you were listening to the show uh, a few months back when I was re- going through recording that and how much fun I was having with it. It's out. It's available now on Audible and Google Play and all that stuff, I believe. So check that out. It's a lot of fun. Don't forget, uh, Deadline is out there in, in narrated by me, my latest novel. Check that out. And uh, I have uh, another book that I will... Uh, be announcing that from another author coming up uh and uh maybe you know i don't know if he's announced it yet so i'll check check in with him first but it was a lot of fun and awesome to do and i i uh, i will be working on now that i'm i'm not actually home for any amount of time because as of this record in two days i'm here for two days and i basically then i have to go to phoenix but phoenix is pretty close so but what i'm trying to say is in my downtime um, I am going to be recording another one of my books that'll be out there uh, audible wise as well. I just I love doing it. I, I have a lot of fun doing the the narration and the voice acting and stuff. So um, so check those things out. But 
I uh, I left. So, uh, okay, so let's get into it. Um, like I said, this is just kind of an easy breezy episode. I'm just I'm just going through the the last week or or so of of my life. So, <clears throat> as I said, I, I I loaded up the truck to go to to Dallas, Texas last week on Monday. I left. Uh, you know, I didn't have to leave that early, but you know, my sister, uh, she lives there. Uh, sister, hello. Uh, shouts out to her, uh, my brother-in-law Matt, and of course my wonderful, lovely nieces Caroline and Nora. That I wanted to uh, visit them for a couple days before uh, I did the convention. In, uh, but also I got uh, scheduled to play a show uh, in Denton, which was about forty minutes away from where my sister lived, uh, very close to the the convention. All that kind of stuff. The convention was like forty minutes the other way. You guys uh, have heard me talk about Denton before. It's awesome. Uh, I love to play in Denton. It's uh, where University of North Texas is located, and it's just got a bunch of cool. It's a, which is an art school, you know, an art college mostly, and uh, we've had some great shows in Denton, especially like J and J's Pizza. Uh, just great times, great great shows. Uh, I've I've had a lot of fun. I love to go to Denton. So. Uh, Chris Jett, who, you know, plays in John and his dad with me actually was, you know, putting this tour together for some, some other bands coming from Florida and Houston. And they had a show in Denton that happened to coordinate with when I was going to be there. So anyway, it doesn't matter. We play, I, I, I went down to play a show as well. So, uh, you know, Boney and I loaded up the car and shot on out of here. And we drove that Monday, we drove probably like 12 hours or something. Um, we left pretty... I left pretty pretty early. I think I got up like at four thirty. I wanted to get a really early start. Um, oh yeah, I think it was like I hit the road officially at five forty-five. I know this because it was printed on my Starbucks cup. Because I was like, "What time did I leave this morning?" And I looked at my iced coffee that I had been drinking, and it said five forty-two. So right around there is when I departed. So I think I got a good jump on the day. At least it felt like it. <clears throat> but uh, it's like an eighteen-hour drive. Not too bad. Could have done it in one shot. But I tell you why I didn't. Um, because it would have, you know, with the two hour time difference, uh, you know, it, it being two hours, you know, later when I would get to Texas, um, I'd be getting there pretty late, like two ish, you know, between two and three, probably maybe something like that. Just, uh, I think that's what it was calculating. Maybe, maybe a little earlier, but you know, I didn't want to get in there super late and the, the girls are sleeping and then, you know, I'm sleeping all day cause I'm tired from drive. I don't know. So I was like, yeah, Boney Len, let's stop Boney. And we did. And we had a, a great night. I got, uh, you know, Boney and I were in the same bed together. And then he, uh, just in the, you know, in the middle of the night, he was like, he's like, oh yeah, I forgot. There's two beds in this room. And then he got up and got in his own bed and just slept in his own bed. I was like, real nice guy, real nice. But I understand because it's nice to spread out and starfish in the bed and all that kind of uh, good stuff. But uh, so, yeah, we stopped down. We got in there Tuesday afternoon and it was all good. Just got got a little time to visit and, and hang out. Um, we were playing the show on Thursday. And then uh, the next day I was going to head to the Irvine Convention Center where Texas Frightmare was for the, the first time there. Awesome. We'll talk about it. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, that Thursday I shot on out to Denton. Um, very excited to be there. We were on the bill with, uh, young Cassidy and the lockdowns who are from, uh, well, young Cassidy and, uh, this other band called Billy Boom is dead are from Florida while the lockdowns are from Houston, Texas. And then of course, John Wayne is dead. We are, you know, this split Las Vegas, Houston, Texas thing. Uh, but yeah, so 
uh, we were playing at this place I hadn't played before. It was a newer place called the Golden Room. It's like part coffee house on one side and then like a really bitchin' venue on the other side. Not like I know like when you hear the words coffee shop venue that conjures up like, you know, little stage in the corner with, uh, you know, singer songwriter or whatever, just a small time or smaller kind of shows. This like. I I didn't even really go and I realized that the the other side was this whole coffee shop until halfway through the night because the venue side was was pretty badass. It's you know got a nice stage, nice sound, lights, all that stuff, decent size. You know you get a lot of people in there. Needless to say, <clears throat> very cool. Uh, fun fact: it was located in the same strip center where if you go back, longtime listeners of the podcast. Um, we'll know that I told the story, the bar Crossroads, where Chris and I played when we were in town to record our, our record. This is a record when we had uh, booked the rehearsal room that, that the guy never showed up. We went down to the bar, uh, that whole thing. Go back to that episode. It's one of the early ones, Crossroads. Maybe I'll tell it again uh, to, to you know commemorate that later on. But um, yeah, so it's in that same area if if you are aware of that area, uh, and it was it was cool. I was like, oh shit, it's right fucking here. But badass place, needless to say. So I got there a little early and I have some uh, pre uh, show brewskis. I uh, went to this place called Oak Street and Draft House, I believe is what it's called. Uh, but a uh, nice little craft beer joint. Been there several times before, and that is where I sat and waited for uh, all the other guys to to meet from the other bands and they they got there you know i got there early like i said so i had a couple of drinks chilled out the guys came in we all kind of met together we went to another bar for another drink and then we went to the golden boy room golden boy golden coffee and uh it was great we they i forget how we decided who played the order i think we drew straws or something or, or picked numbers out of a hat it doesn't matter but we played second so um it was very cool uh, I got to see my my boys uh, who are also at Frightmare, Malachi from Horror Gods and Chris from Vinegar Syndrome, my homies. They uh, they were in town for the convention, and they took an Uber up to the show to check it out, so I very much appreciate that and everyone who came out. But uh, yeah, Chris and I got up there, and, and uh, I think we ripped it up. I, I posted some uh, pictures on my uh, Instagram, at John Wayne is Dead, if you want to check some of them out. It was a fun time, and uh, and... <clears throat> what was also very very cool is uh, some of you who've been listening know you know Chris and I recorded our new record and we're getting the mixes back and they sound really good and we really like them and stuff. Um, we got we just got uh, a mix from uh, the producer Marshall. Shouts out, buddy! Uh, thank you so much. He sent it to us and we got to sit in the car and listen to a mix of one of the songs before we got on stage and played. And uh, so we were jazzed up. It sounds it's sounding really good. I'm very very. Very, very stoked for it. Um, very excited. So, um, anyway, needless to say, uh, we played the show. It was, a, it was every, everyone was great. Check out all the bands. Uh, Billy Boom is dead, and John Wayne is dead. No relation. I don't know. Uh, it's very completely not connected in any way. But it, we thought it was kind of funny that we had those uh, names so similar uh, to each other, and uh, and then we got to play together. Uh, so the next day, you know, all good. I got to, you know, say goodbye to everybody and, you know, my sister and, and everyone and sh- shoot on out to the Irvine Convention Center on that Friday. And uh, I got there. I got the you, you, the load in was between 8 a.m. and like 4 p.m., which, you know, pretty big window. But 
Frightmare's huge. And I was like, man, please don't be nuts loading in. Like this, I hope it's like not crazy uh, or something like that where it's going to be like some line or some weird clusterfuck of a shit because uh, this is the first time that they had Texas Frightmare at the, the Irvine Convention Center. It's typically at this hotel, I think a Hyatt, in the airport at DFW, and it is a nightmare. Uh, and I've said that before, and every single person I talked to was so happy that it was at this convention center. So hopefully it can stay there. Hopefully there's some way, uh, however it is, that, that it, it gets to stay at the convention center from now on because uh, it was amazing. Uh, it allowed for there to be more vendors because there was more room and it was it was just a whole the environment overall was just much more enjoyable and pleasant for everyone. Anyway, uh, we got there, Boney and I, we, we, we get our shit in there set up. I was I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Welcome back to Texas. It was fucking hot and humid. I was pouring sweat, uh, loading, loading our shit in and it, and it, it kind of like was a bummer uh just because of how hot i was and i was like all right gotta get my shit together and then i gotta set everything up uh but luckily i hadn't checked into any to my hotel yet so i still had all my sh- like clothes and stuff so i w- i just shot on down the street to where uh oh chris and uh, malachi were staying at the marriott there and parked and went in and just took a horse bath in the Bindio sink, and we we had several hours before the show anyway, so I had plenty of time to cool down and wash up and get ready, and I had to change my shirt, and uh, then we were off. We walked actually, which was very nice. Uh, it was, the Marriott was close enough to the convention center that I could leave my cartoon and walk. And uh, of course, you know, for those of you who don't know, you know, Texas Frightmare is like is the biggest horror convention in in North America, I believe. It is like the San Diego Comic Con of horror conventions, um, and a lot of it has to do with the caliber of guests and the amount of people and uh, and and that kind of thing. But they had, you know, of course, you know, huge uh, gets this year. John Carpenter being the crown jewel, if you will, and then. Uh, Sam Raimi was there as well, and many more, uh, so many more. Alex Winter, you know, he's he's been out there, you know, he's Bill from uh, Bill and Ted and, and many more things. But it was just, you know, stacked lineup, and Friday, once, you know, VIP got an hour from 5 to 6, and then at 6 o'clock, the doors open, and it was like, there's a flood of people in there. And it was busy, dude. It got busy uh, quick. Um, which was good, and it was a great, great night. Got to see, uh, you know, old friends, new friends. Uh, shouts out, Rob. What's up, man? Appreciate you hanging out, coming by. Uh, all kinds. Too many people for me to 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 give shouts out to, but it was a it was a great time, and it was like just it it, it was just a streak, like just of people coming up, just of being busy. I mean, it was just nuts, dude. It was you know those that whole Friday night flew by because of how busy it was. Uh, and it was great. And I appreciate everyone who came out to see uh, the show and, and stopped by my booth. Hey, man, I'm super grateful. It was uh, it was pretty goddamn awesome. Now, Friday night, I then we went back and it was like, eh, whatever. I just decided to go back to my room to check in and, and uh, which was I was only staying like it was seven minutes down the road. So Boney and I went and checked into our our, our little room and got ready for uh, some sleepiness because Saturday I knew was also going to be a nuts, goddamn crazy day. Uh, but also uh, the lovely Scarlet was flying in that. She took a red eye from Vegas to Dallas. She had left like 
you know, I, something like 1130 in the night. Got, she got to Dallas at like 5 a.m. or some shit. Knocked on the door. I, t- I was totally passed out sleeping. She took an Uber to the room and knocked on the door. Scared the shit out of me. Like, I didn't know what the hell was going on because I was so knocked out. But then, uh, you know, I remembered, got up and let her in, and that was all good. And uh, it was very good to see her. And we uh, slept for a little bit longer and then got up and headed down to the uh, convention center again. I was uh, lucky enough to get to score parking back at the Marriott and be able to walk uh, because the parking garage situation looked nightmarish. And there were so many fucking people lined up. Just just so many people lined up around that convention center. Uh, if you were in that line, cheers to you, man, because I, I don't know if I could do it. Um, but... Luckily, no line waiting for me. We got to go right on in there and and hang out. Um, of course, all the homies, Malachi, uh, Horror Gods, Ice Cream Man, Chris, and uh, you know many more. And as a big surprise, of course, you know I, I it wouldn't be Texas Frightmare, wouldn't be Texas without a visit from old Saint Nick, Nick P. That's right, he came down the chimney in his uh, silver. Uh, Honda Civic that's pulled by eight tiny reindeer and uh, a bowl of chili was left by the you know side of the road with glee in hopes that St. Nick, the one with a pea, would come and take it and eat it some more and leave you a blessing upon your front door. That's right. So Nick P, the great and powerful, showed up. He didn't show up till later in the afternoon, but uh, the day got started uh Pretty much, again, as soon as they let in, like, the the VIPs all went to go get their John Carpenter autograph, all that kind of stuff, yes. But when they let in general general admission, all all tickets were sold out for Saturday. And like I said, that line was crazy. And it just filled up with people super fast. And it was busy again. We were just going, blowing and going um, so much. And then people were bringing us shots. And it was was a little crazy. We were like, you know, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Mike Katz. He appears out of the mist, uh, of course. Uh, he he was there supplying the, the 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 bottles. We had bottles. We were popping back there like crazy. It was it was nuts. Uh, so many people came by. So many awesome conversations, and and uh, I appreciate every bit of it. Um, Saturday, so Saturday, uh, I think you know Scarlett went out to have dinner with with uh, uh, Cat and Steve. Shouts out to you know the Creature Cosmetics homies and. Uh, then I, uh, I, Nick and I also went out to eat. By that, I mean we went back to the hotel room and uh, got a Taco Bell delivered uh, from, you know, what Uber Eats Taco Bell. And it was good. And then we, we did dabs and ate edibles. And then, uh, then we, all, we all slept together in a queen-size bed. Uh, very funny. Nick, me in the middle, Scarlett on the other side, Boney at the, at the base, uh, it was very funny and very like, yeah, nothing we haven't done before, but, uh, <clears throat> it was a good day, a good long, long Saturday and a lot of fun. And then Sunday we all woke up and just felt like we wanted to die pretty much. Um, but we pulled it together, managed to pull it together and all three of us made it back up to the convention, uh, on time, if not a little bit early, actually got a, got a little coffee in us and stuff. And, and, you know, uh, then, you know, a couple little bit of hair of the dog if you know what i mean and that kind of perked us back up a little bit and then we started fly all right hey feeling all right feeling pretty good now uh and and it was a it was a good day you know of course sunday is always traditionally a slower day uh in a convention but 
this one stayed pretty goddamn busy for the whole time. Like, you know, I, I thought a little bit slower than Friday and Saturday for sure, but still just a lot of traffic, a lot of people coming by. There was never like a boring period at all. And um, just, to, you know, as far as I can say from my my perspective, from my point of view where I as far as I was experiencing the convention as a vendor, I have to say super well done very well done uh, the staff was uh, helpful and knowledgeable and uh people were check coming by would check you know everything cool you know it was it, it was very well done in that regard but then also you know they they amped it up you know this year there was more there was more moving parts it was in a different place there was more vendors there was more staff there was just more issues to deal with um then I'm sure what what you know everyone's used to at that the other venue that it's been at forever. So you know with all of those things going on, I I have to say super well done, very very well run, and uh, just a, a huge success I think. And um, oh man, oh fuck, I gotta give my man Patrick C Harrison the third a shout out. He was uh, wouldn't even be able to be in Texas Frightmare if it wasn't for him and uh, Jared Barbie. Uh, from a few years back in the day, helping me out with that. So, uh, shouts out to you, Lloyd, as well. Thank you for having me there. But uh, Patrick was down the road, down the road, down the aisle from me, a, a few spaces, and he was kicking ass too. So it was always good to see him. Um, but yeah, it was uh, like I said, Sunday ended, and it was uh, kind of a you know bittersweet. We all said goodbye and packed up, uh, and it's pouring ass rain outside, and I'm like, fuck. So I'm trying to take my time. And when I go out to see, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like barely sprinkling now. It's fine. But it had been pouring. So I'm going. I'm taking my thing. And I have uh, uh, one of those collapsible wagons. And maybe if you've seen them, like, um, it's like, you know, thick, like, not like a, I don't know, nylon or what do you, I don't know what you call it. Not nylon, but uh, what are what are vans made out of? Uh, God, people are yelling it at their podcast machines canvas really thick canvas uh and then it just folds up it's like a wagon that's what i put my all my shit in and move it back and forth i'm going down the loading dock and uh my wagon it's it's, it's it was on its last leg uh, so to speak you know i've been trying to like kind of make little fixes to to it here and there uh but one of the wheels bent in on it and it, it kind of took a dive across the when i was making a turn and some things fell out uh, into, of course it's wet outside, but luckily with the boxes and everything, only a few things actually books actually like fell out into where it was, you know, wet on the ground. Someone, I didn't get their name, but they were a superhero, at least to me, came running down like just, no, 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 no. Oh my gosh. And just helping me immediately pick everything up. I, I don't know who this woman was, but she was a huge help. Uh, maybe she was an angel from Satan himself sent to, uh, help me pick up my things. So, uh, all, all, t all said and done. Only one book was, uh, just, uh, like just ruined. It got just in the water and fucked. So, uh, but it could have been a lot worse. And, um, you know, Hey, I got a lot of good use out of that wagon and, uh, just have to get another one. No big deal. Uh, so anyway, get back to the room. We get some food again. I got to eat some taco cabana. And yeah, it's a big deal. That's one of the things I do miss about Texas. Uh, a lot of things. But taco cabana, man. And I wanted taco cabana after uh, we played our show on Thursday night. But they're all closed. They're not 24 hours anymore, apparently. As many things uh, post-pandemic aren't 24 hours anymore. But 
We got some goddamn Taco Cabana, and it was a fucking amazing. And then I think Scarlett and I were asleep within, I don't know, maybe a minute and 15 seconds of us putting down, like, the, the being done with the food. Like, all right, I'm done. Good night. <laughs> Uh, and then we got up. I had to take her. I we'd get pretty early because she had an early flight out. I dropped her off at the airport, and Boney and I, we hit that old dusty trail heading back to old Las Vegas. Uh, and we got kind of. Uh, I was so tired actually driving. We we met what about ten hours. I stopped early, but I also where were we? We were in uh, Moriarty, New Mexico. Moriarty. Uh, but I probably went to sleep at like six thirty or 7 p.m. or something like that is light outside still but i woke up refreshed and reju- rejuvenated and uh just drove the rest of the way back and uh and now here i am in in the old neon palace of sin uh here to talk with you so uh but yeah that was it like i said this is a little informal of an episode but i wanted to check in and give you everyone the update texas frightmare was so so amazing um so many awesome people so many awesome adventures, and uh, I, I definitely loved every minute of it. I can't wait for the next one. So um, be sure to – so if you guys are you know listening, uh, everybody out there in the old Phoenix area, I will be uh, this weekend at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Um, that's at the big convention center there next to the ballpark, I remember. Uh, <clears throat> and um, then from there, I go – to Knoxville and beyond. So please, you can get all my dates over at johnwinisdead.com, where everything is located. You can find that old Patreon link if you'd like to join my Patreon and and, uh, help me out with that. I I very much appreciate it. I appreciate any and all support just listening to the podcast, sharing it. Thank you so much. Also, at johnwinisdead.com on the shop page, you can get my new novel, Deadline, as well as all my books and uh, the record and, and all kinds of goodies. Uh, the tarot deck is there on sale right now. Check it out. And please sign up for the uh, newsletter, guys. I'm going to send a newsletter out tonight, which will have a special uh, sneak little preview of uh, early early information about a release drop coming that's very limited right now so anyway sign up for, and anyway sign up for it anyway because if you miss this one you'll be right in there for the next one and i promise you it will be worth it so thank you guys thank you all for uh, all the support for for checking out the show all this time and and for everything uh, that you do and for being you let's go out there and uh be awesome and be excellent to everyone and uh, yeah, follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at John Wayne is dead or just John Wayne Camionale, my name on the Facebook. And I will see you guys in a few days from Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>